Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone, rest your Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. Here we are, second day of season five in the Gospel of John. Yep, September 12th, year of our Lord 2023. That is what I have on the equipment. And so we're, we're looking at John ready to go. chapter one this week. Yeah. So yesterday we were talking a little bit about what prophet is Jesus and setting up, look at all of this prophet talk in the chapter, which I think is a really good thing to highlight. Yes. Uh, to realize the kind of case that John is going to be constructing throughout this gospel, giving a series of Christ signs and wonders, which of course a prophet needs to have, demonstrate the power of God, but then also this message, this gospel being the word of God a genuine prophet. So today, we're going to take just that first section of the Gospel of John and talk about that. Go ahead and dig a little deeper. Today, I'm going to be reading John chapter 1, verses 1 through 13. From the New King James Version, John 1, verses 1 through 13. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God." John starts with these words, in the beginning was the word. Mm -hmm. Does that sound at all familiar to you? Well, it does. It, it harkens back to the beginning. To the beginning. To the beginning. The, the beginning you, of the you beginning. read that account of uh, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning God created yes. the heavens and the earth. In I the beginning John, was the word, and he speaks about creation. John is specifically calling that to mind. He is kicking off his gospel and says, I'm going all the way back to how everything started. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you the story, and I'm going to tell you something that you didn't learn back when you heard this the first time. Genesis chapter 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, mm -hmm. and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness, called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Mm -hmm. John says, let me tell you something that was going on behind the scenes. He says, let me tell you the rest of the story. Yeah. In the beginning... Well, we already we automatically want to finish that with God. Mm -hmm. He says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. Oh, okay, that, that makes sense because, well, I already knew God was there, but then he puts this little spin on it, and the Word was God. Mm -hmm. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. And what is this Word? It's light. Mm -hmm. It's the light of men. It's the light that brings 
uh, brings light to every man that comes into the world. And again, that's tying us back to creation. Yeah. Yeah. What's the first thing God creates? Yeah. Light. Separating light and darkness. And how did he how did he bring light into existence? He spoke it word. Mm -hmm. It is by his word. What John does is he says, you know, that spoken word, we've just, for all these years, we've just talked about God saying this thing. I want to talk about the creative power of God's word. And I want you to know that that was not just an essence. Mm -hmm. It was not just a force. It was not just a strength or Mm -hmm. power. We're actually recognizing that there was a person There was the Word, God the Word, and now he's going to start talking more about that. Who is, who didn't just create light, but he is light. Yes, yes. So powerful. Where John starts his gospel, he goes back and talks about this creative power and the deity of Christ, if I could use that word. You can. I'll allow it. (laughs) And then similarly... Uh, to the Gospel of Mark, he begins with John the Baptist and the work that John the Baptist had of bearing a witness to the light and clarifying that he himself was not the light. Mm. I thought that was so interesting. Uh, In verse 6 and 7, there was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. What a significant work John the Baptist had of being the one to bear witness or to testify that Jesus Christ is the light, mm. that Jesus is, in fact, the Christ. Um, it was powerful to me to see in this chapter, as you read all of it yesterday, and I was been reading over it again, what an emphasis is placed upon that work of John the Baptist to bear witness. Uh, I just read verses 6 or 8 a moment ago that he was sent to bear witness. Uh, but in verse 15, John bore witness. In verse 19, we are reading the testimony of John. In verse 32, again, John bore witness. In verse 34, he's come to testify that Jesus is the Son of God. And I begin to think about the uh, role and the recognition, I guess, that John enjoyed at that time. John the Baptist was recognized as a prophet. And as a man of God. Yes. I mean, what we see is that he's popular. Crowds are coming from all over, uh, appreciating that he had a work from God and a message from God. And so they're being baptized. Part of this first chapter of this gospel is to clarify what that work was. And maybe there were some people who were getting a little confused and thinking, John, are you the Christ? John, are you the prophet? Which tells you what a high estimation John enjoyed in the eyes of his contemporaries. And then what a faithful servant he was to say, no, it's not me, but my work is to testify and to bear witness of this other, of the true light of Jesus Christ. Can I break in here real yeah, quick? Sure. You've, uh, because this, for those who are new to John listening in, I want to make sure we have some understanding. So help me understand, because you've been talking about a John who is bearing witness, <laughs> and I just want to— I want levels to that statement well, here. <laughs> I want to cl- because... clarify, just to make sure I know who you're talking about, because the John who is in chapter 1 of John— is not the John who wrote chapter one of John, right? Uh, that is correct. So clarify that for me real so quick. So let's Just clarify sure that real quick. Yes, yeah, so we have the Apostle John, who has a brother named James, and this is one of these 
fishermen that Jesus called to come and follow him. It is that apostle John who is the inspired writer of this gospel according to John. Let me tell you about another popular name in the first century, and that name was John. (laughs) (laughs) And so when you read, I think what's very helpful is the first couple of chapters of the book of Luke. uh, You find out that John the Baptist who is this voice crying in the wilderness, who is a prophet, who is also a cousin uh, to Jesus Christ. John the Baptist is the one who is being discussed in the Gospel of John chapter 1. All right, so we've we've got the author, John, and then we've got this, this person within the story named John, two different people. Now, if you can, real quick, explain to me why this other John is called the Baptist. He is called the Baptist because his work has been to immerse people in water. Uh, so you could say John the Baptizer or John the Baptist. But a significant aspect of his ministry was that he was immersing people in water uh, in repentance for the remission of their sins as Jews, but in preparation for uh, the coming of the Messiah, the prophet, the Christ, the and, light. And his job then was not to be the light, but to let everybody know when the light showed up. Yeah, as we read in John chapter 1, he was going to be one of the key identifiers. His work was to point out and say, this is the one. One of the reasons why he came baptizing was so that it would become manifest who the Christ was. Mm. Um, maybe we'll talk more about that later on in the week. I'm sure we will. Uh, maybe sure not. Will. I don't know. But, <laughs> we'll there. but when he baptizes Jesus in water, of course, then you have the Holy Spirit descending upon him as a dove. And so there is this um, baptism or anointing from on high as well that identified to John the Baptist. Okay, it's Jesus of Nazareth. That's the Lamb of God. He's, He's the gonna, guy. Take away the sin of the world. He's the guy. So, but I, oh, go, go ahead. Well, go ahead. just real quick. I was going to say. You breathed. I thought it was my this, turn. I know. <laughs> this role, though, because John the Baptist is recognized as a prophet to his contemporaries and a great man of God to the people. So he needs to clarify that he is not the Christ, which he does faithfully. Verses 18, 20, and 24. He is going to clarify his work is to identify and testify to who is the Christ, verses 6 through 8, 29 through 34. And the last thing I want to say about that is his word, his testimony, it really counts. Verse 7, this man came for a witness to bear witness of the light. It matters what John said. This is an appointed witness by God. God sent him for this work. And so the people are going to Listen to what he says. And you have an example of that here in John chapter 1 in the person of Andrew and the person of Philip that when they hear John saying, John the Baptist saying what he's saying about Jesus, they go follow Jesus. They They want to know more about Jesus. They want to learn more about him. If I can build on that, but now talking about John the author, John the apostle. Absolutely. Because as he's writing, so you, you finished a reading today in verse 13, but just what you said makes me think of verse 14. Because John then says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory is of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. I think the important thing to recognize there is that John is telling the story, and it begins on a cosmic level. Mm -hmm. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. This In the distant past, this thing occurred. And I can't... I can't prove anything to you about that. I can't testify to anything to you about that. I'm just telling you that's the way it was. But then John comes around. But look, I'm telling you, we saw this fellow. Yes. We saw this fellow. We saw his glory. So John is about to write a book. He has linked it to something 
cosmic, yes. expansive. Yes. But he also points out, but I'm telling you, it was all homed in on this one person. And I, I don't want to like dismiss this prologue, but what John is kind of saying is, hey guys, I want to tell you about this guy I met. Mm-hmm. Who was actually much more than just a guy I met? Just a guy I met. Okay, I that's I, well, I I met him. This this is not a once upon a time. This is not a fairy tale. This is not a legend. This is not a myth. This is let me tell you about somebody I met. I saw him and I beheld the glory. This is the light of the world. Well, and that's what I wanted to get to also. That oh, it, sorry. It's not a fairy tale or a legend. And what I said a moment ago, yeah, it's kind of there's layers here about testimony. Yeah, because this is the word that's chosen again and again. Um, bearing witness, testifying. These are people speaking to what they saw, what they touched, what they felt, that experience. I was there. And John the Baptist has a testimony recorded here. The Apostle John's testimony is recorded here to, to persuade, to demonstrate this is true. This happened. This is the way that it is. Don't mistake this for we're spinning yarns or telling fables. And not to get bogged down in today's, I, I kind of think, a little bit mistaken use of the word testify and witnessing in connection with passing on the gospel. This was not some subjective, I felt a thing, let me witness to you the thing I felt, right. like within my heart, and I decided this is what it meant. This is, I touched, I heard. I witnessed, I saw, it's, it's, again, it's not, you know, I had an experience and I think this is what that experience means. It's, we saw a guy, we saw him do these things. We saw people receive their sight. We saw people start walking who couldn't walk. We heard his teaching again, just powerfully, not a legend, not a myth. This is eyewitness testimony. Now we might believe those guys were lying and folks today, they can say that. But what we have in John is not somebody, let me tell you about some distant past thing that we've kind of made up or we think happened. I'm telling you things I saw. Well, it's exactly right. And what has been set up in the law of Moses is that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every fact is established. And John the apostle is going to give us more than two or three and their testimony. We're going to have several. Um, but the point being that he's trying to establish what is fact, what is true. Time for us to wrap up today. Why don't you lead us out? Our great God and Father, thank you, Lord, for your goodness to us, your love and your grace, and seeing us through to a new season of text talk, a new time to study your word. Father, we thank you so much for this scripture and for the gospel of John. Father, we pray that all of these discussions and and studies would, would be affirming to our faith to think about the great cosmic truths that Christ is the Word and think about, Father, the assurance that we can trust what is written in this Word by the testimony of your witnesses. John the Baptist, the Apostle John, and many more as we go along. Father, our faith is sure upon your Word, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. 
Christ is captain of the mighty throne.